Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy Collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra, in on-trend hues like green and citron and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Unpacking the Toolbox is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. reunion like what the hell hell yeah covid really screwed it but like whether it's george's house or shonda was saying she is a vermont plate i honestly think we should go to vermont and all like make jam and like oh how great would that be we have to i know i know i know i hope for vermont that's such a oh my god that would be yeah so shonda great. like has said like she's a house there but i also think i could email my person and be like can a freaking hotel right? just host us in cabo like with the whole cast Anybody of listening scandal who come wants on the scandal cast to come we'll do a photo shoot whatever you want i'm not gonna be in a bathing suit but i will be in a cover-up <laughs> yes hell yeah i think what you'll all hear as we continue these episodes is like it really was such a special group. Yeah. Like we really like we're really like a family like and it stayed that way. Years have passed and we're still super close and we all love each other. And yeah. And that's rare. We are so pumped for today's yes. episode because the biggest fucking deal is here today. Tony Goldwyn. Did you used to love the episodes he would direct us on? Oh, all the time. Yeah. And, you know, we always talk about, like, how great it is having a director that's also an actor because they know how to talk to us. They know our sort of, you know, when when we're feeling extra vulnerable or, like, insecure. He's just so, so loving. So, so great working with him. He's the best. He's so great that almost sometimes he's too good because I've had so many. Have I told you this before? I've had a couple actor friends. No, actually more than a couple audition for various projects as he's directed in the last 10 years since I've become uh-huh. his friend. And they always text me the same, like, 
I got it, Katie. The room is oh. so amazing. I got it. And I always want to be like, no, <laughs> you don't honey, got it. You did it. That's just Tony. Like, he's so, he's so sweet. Yeah. He's so sweet. And he always takes the most time and care in yes. the room with the actors, like that yes. you end up spending like 45 minutes in there and yeah. you think, like, holy shit, I got this part. And I'm like, yeah. no, that's just Tony. <laughs> Like, oh, man. Oh. All right. We're done with the logistics yeah. because our one, our only, Fitzgerald Grant III is here. Woo! Yay. We're so fucking Yay. excited to have How you, man. Fun, man. We're so happy to have you, Tony. Thank you for making the time. We love you. The Scandal Rewatch podcast has just sneakingly become me and Guillermo's way of like hanging out with all of our friends. From yeah, Santa. I know, man. Before we talk about the trail, Tony, can you tell us how in the hell you got this part? Man, it was just luck. Uh, it was luck. <laughs> I, 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 I swear it was the weirdest thing. Um, I had, I had met Shonda and Betsy because I directed one of the first Grey's Anatomies. And um, it was like one of the first television shows I had directed. And, oh, um, wow. So I got to know them like it was before Grace had aired. I think it was the third, second or third episode of the show. (laughs) Maybe the third, but it shot second or something like that. Or the second and it shot third, but they had made the pilot, which was unbelievably good. Uh, And then, so I think like Betsy had liked my first film or something and said, would you want to do this? And I saw the pilot. I was like, oh shit, this is like, super commercial but also really original and amazing actors one of my top pilots i've ever seen on television period yeah so i met them and then met shonda who i thought was brilliant and unusual as you guys know and like just such an guy was like oh this woman's gonna be successful like you just knew she knew what she was doing and then um so i did i think i did a couple of episodes of Grey's anatomy as a director never acted and then she asked me a year or two later to do a private practice for them and then we like didn't, you know, um, we, I don't think we saw each other for years. And out of the blue, I got a call saying Shonda is doing this show uh, uh, with Kerry Washington and wants to know if you want to play the president. No. And I had, and I had been dying to work with Kerry because I, I knew her a little bit like through politics stuff. And then, yeah. but I, every time I would see Kerry Washington in a movie, I'd be like, who's that amazing actress in that part? Like, yeah. Who the hell is that? She looks familiar. And at the end, I go, oh, my God, that's Carrie Washington. Like every time I saw her, she was wow. utterly different. So I'd been kind of looking to where. So I heard Shonda Carrie. I literally didn't read the script. I was like, I, this sounds like something I really want to do. And then I read it and thought, oh, man. But it was cool because Shonda, I called her up or she I said, let's talk. And, and she said, look, I don't know how big or small this thing is going to be or oh i mean the role God. she said you can be in it a little bit if you want you can be in it a lot if you want i don't really know where it's going um you know there was the intimation of romance at the end of the pilot in the script but yeah. you know when they kiss in the oval office but and i thought well that yeah. could get interesting and but i wasn't sure because it, it would inhibit me from directing films you know and i and i was like i'm not sure i want to do I was so stupid, you know. Is, that, and, and, um, is that what you wanted to really like do at that time, Tony? Did you want to keep directing? Were you digging that? I wanted to keep directing, but yeah. can I be totally honest? I had yeah. just directed my film Conviction. Yeah. And it was so one of those good. things, you know, in Hollywood when you have those moments and everyone's like, This is the one that's gonna be huge and this yeah. is the one yeah. that's like whatever. Anyway, it wasn't. It yeah. was like the mm. movie didn't open and didn't do business. So I was like, Oh, okay. 
Y'all talk about movies. Shit. Maybe yeah. I should put back yeah, on that man. actor hat. <laughs> that movie was so hard to get made, and yeah. I and I thought, oh my god, I don't know if I like. I want to keep directing, but that was oh, that took it. It took you like seven years or something to eight, even get it eight, off the ground. Oh, eight, yeah, eight yeah. years to get Holy that movie off the ground. It kept coming to life and falling apart and coming to life. And it was by the time we made it, it was it was you know I loved it, but it was it was exhausting. So then I thought I should be smart and think about like doing a series because television's transformed, and I like I should just be not an idiot anyway. So then, literally <laughs> right after that was when I got this out of the blue call from uh, from uh, Shonda. And then we talked and she was so chill about it. She was like, what if you want to do seven? You can do seven if you want to. So I said, of course. And and um, I was sort of thinking about it. My manager, Jason, was like, you're doing this. This really? is one of those things. You're just, I don't care what. Stop thinking about it. And you say, you say yes, because <laughs> this could be a huge hit. I was like, yeah. Okay. Okay. Did you have any hangups about like being a president? Like, had you always wanted no. to play a president or were you like, wow, I'm going to go like, I mean, the presidents, I think of Pullman, Martin Sheen. I think of like, you know, you're right. in that, you know, now you could, if the show was a hit, which it is, or was it like, it, it was like, whatever. Great. No, it's a part. I didn't even think about that. I thought it'd be cool. Like I thought, what an interesting character. Yeah. And I saw this really potentially interesting relationship with Olivia. I thought well, if that goes somewhere, that could be really interesting. Right. But Honestly, I you never know what the hell anything's going to be. And the thing for me was that first day of rehearsal when I met you guys. Oh, it just clicked, right? I yeah. said, "Oh shit." Though, do you remember that? Like Wait, take us through it. Yeah. Cuz this is another question, like I memories know. from the pilot. What do you mean like rehearsal when we were in that that stage and it was like taped off? I it was one of those rare things I've experienced so infrequently in my life yes. and in my career. We all just connected, man. It yeah. was. It, I felt like I was yeah. with my best friends from high school. All of yeah. a sudden, like you, and then Darby was just cast that day. I remember yes. her showing up and being like, "Hi, I'm Darby. Yeah. I just yeah. got this part." Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and hearing your story, Katie, about how you'd auditioned, and you know, and yeah, amazing story about how you got it, and you know, Jeff, who I knew it little bit but it had been admired for so long yeah. and kate and uh, kate burton was later right and she and i have this long history but but there was that day of all of us connect i don't know i just remember it yeah. being this rehearsal period of we had like a week of rehearsal at, at uh at whatchamacallit prospect, prospect studios yeah. and i don't know i just i that was one of those things where i thought oh man it was this incredible chemistry yeah. we all had it was so fun don't you remember yeah that? oh my god yeah. it was like it was like theater camp. Like it was yeah. just felt yeah. like really everybody connected and fell in love and really trusted yeah. each other and was so into the script and the the stories and the greater good of the show. Like it just yeah. felt like we were part of something bigger than ourselves. Yeah. And it feels like they, they took such a chance, right? It felt like it, it's like a crapshoot, like putting this cast together. And of course, Linda Lowy is brilliant and she made it happen. But even my audition, I auditioned once and then I booked her. I think a lot of us just once. auditioned once, if even auditioning at all. But just the, the fact that it worked, right? That it worked. Like that could have gone downhill really quickly. Oh, like yeah. nobody could have had chemistry or we could have, you know, not liked each other. But it just, it clicked. It worked. It was like, like you said, it was like magic. It was so crazy. So you never chemistry read with Carrie or anything. Like, how did you know? Wow. Like, did you know that the relationship was going to be fire? Like, because I'm convinced <laughs> no. the show, 
Look, the show was amazing, but like the thing that hooked people and when I realized the show was a hit was when you became in your 50s, which I want to ask you about, a full-on fucking sex symbol. So thank God you listened to your manager. (laughs) But like when I first walked into our, you know, Scandal was a real slow burn. It wasn't like an overnight success. We really had a short first order, you know, Um, and I remember walking into some press event in the middle of second season next to you, Tony, and girls literally screaming at you like you were a beetle or something. Oh, like, isn't that crazy? And you never chemistry read. You never auditioned. So we never knew that the Fitz Olivia thing would be what it was. No, and Shonda, I don't think she knew that she wanted it to be necessarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing, I, like I said, I had really admired Carrie so much and wanted to work with her. And the thing I felt with Carrie, which I frankly felt with all of you guys, but I really felt it with her and our relationship was primary. We just connected as actors like Carrie and I never had to talk about anything it was right. weird Just man worked. we never like yeah Jeff and I connected in a different way like Jeffy and I were like, yeah every day especially in the first season we would spend we kind of latched onto each other and would talk about actor stuff you know like our back well what do you think that you know we give each other books about politics and then we just were doing nerdy actor talk right oh <laughs> my god you dorks i'm obsessed with this so we had that kind of a relationship which was hilarious but carrie and i like with scenes we would never even discuss them we just had the yeah. same perspective on everything so we'd come up and we'd do it yep pretty much wow that's it just happened we, we yeah. just had the same orientation towards stuff in the same kind of way of working or something i don't know so i remember feeling oh this is just easy this is just works this this creatively we vibed uh so that we literally i don't think we ever discussed yeah it was almost like let's not look too close at this because it's yeah. working exactly. it's like, let's yeah. not even like yeah. try to examine yeah, yeah, or yeah. take the specialness out of it let's just that's keep right totally just keep doing it. It was That's so right. trippy for us too because we were in our OPA world, so we didn't, you know, our characters yeah. didn't encounter you guys that much, and we would talk so much shit and good stuff too about the White House. The White House must be so boring, right? We're so much, <laughs> we have so much fun here at OPA. But we, it was way then, more boring than OPA. Yeah. That's <laughs> but then there were the moments when you would come and di- and direct us, which was so much fun. And oh my God. I mean, it was like like wrangling cats. I bet, right? Like we were just when I first did it, it was like. <laughs> Like becoming a, a kindergarten teacher. Yeah. That's what I felt like. <laughs> we would like get in trouble. Like, you would like yeah. yell, not yell oh, at yeah. us, but like, you were like, and you weren't the only one. Like you, yeah. Foley, Verica, they'd be like, come on, kids, kids. Stop it. Focus, you guys have to pay stop. Attention. Yeah. Stop it. Stop singing. You would never stop talking. So yeah. I would just go, action. Yeah. Told you that's that's the way to do it, yeah. And Katie's brilliant at that. She would be talking, blah, 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 telling a story, and then she'd go right into playing Quinn. I don't think that's brilliant. I yeah. think that's just like I don't have a lot of stakes as an actor, which I can't do. Like literally, if I do that, I'm going to be like a, a mess on the floor. I can't. I have. I I can't have that facility. I know. How did yeah, all so of the memorization scandal pace, all of that, come to you? Was that easy for you, being word perfect? Like, did you? Yeah, ever... that wasn't too hard. Great. I enjoyed it because it's very much like working in the theater, isn't it? I mean, yeah. here's the other amazing thing about Shonda, I felt, on that experience. She was so clear from day one what was important to her. Mm-hmm. There was like, those are the ground rules. Great. Like she said, I remember that talk she gave us. She said, I will I will take any input you have to give me. But I, what did she say? She, it didn't end up sticking. But she said, I need it 24 hours after the, the table read. Give me your notes. I do not want anything on set. 
And what I write is music to me, so I need you to say the words exactly as I write them. And then it was her whole thing about speaking fast, which she kept on us about. Right. But so I thought that was like a really interesting technical yeah. challenge, and it was like, and, I, and so I was down with it. I I I really enjoyed that technical yeah. challenge. You know, where so many other sets that you work on as a film or television actor, and, and that's great too. People are ad libbing all the time and paraphrasing, and you know that that has its place with certain kinds of writing. But um, we've talked about Tony how how we've gone onto other projects. And they have to literally be like, you, ha you have to slow down. Can you slow down a little bit? Because now I'm just like, but it, it, but it like it, every single time it makes the scene better. I think even it's better. In, in stuff beyond scandal, I'm like, y'all got to pick up the pace. Like it's so Yo, much better. They're just sitting there man. not like, remembering their yes, fucking lines. That's yes. why they're waiting. Yeah. They're sitting yeah. there making <laughs> exactly. like a dramatic choice, but really it's because right. they don't know what they're saying next. Yeah, I know. It's That's true. how I feel about it. I love that you and Jeff are over there all studying politics and shit. <laughs> OPA, we're like, and we're like singing rent. We're like making yeah. dance routines. <laughs> Literally, the crew, some crew people are like, get, is starting to get pissed off at us. Like, ugh, I remember sometimes they'd be like, because we get into like the giggle, like, you know, oh, thing yeah. too, where we couldn't stop laughing while we were Oh, shooting. and they're all like, ugh. we've been working for 15 hours. Get your shit yes, together. Yes, get your home. shit together. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember directing, the first time I directed Josh Malini, because I'm such a like acting nerd. And uh, Josh's whole thing, for those who don't know, first of all, Joshua is brilliant. Like, yeah, he's just a really brilliant right. human being. So he has yes. this incredible facility for everything he yeah. does. He has total <laughs> disdain for the craft of acting, or is he, at least, it. you know, pretends oh, to. Oh, he hates so, it. So well, I think he secretly loves it, but but he Josh would be like um, he never would look at his lines until he was in the makeup trailer that morning, and yeah. then he would look at it once, and he'd have it all down. And it's just the way his brain worked, and every actor works differently. But so in the I think that first episode I directed, whatever one it was, it was in the heat of the relationship between Josh and and uh, Abby. yeah between David and Abby, right? So and it was a very fraught relationship. And I remember giving Josh a note once about something. About his emotional like need for Abby, I said, Josh, I really think you know, like, if, 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 try it again. That's great, but try it again. And I really want to feel you know some some psychological thing about you know his feelings for Abby. And he's like, Yeah, whatever. But he just completely <laughs> disrespected me. He's like, I'll just I'll just you I mean just do it faster. Oh my god! Oh my god! That's <laughs> so like Josh. That. Like, oh, he totally blew me off. And I and uh, I was like, Okay, well. And of course, he was great. But yeah, Josh is so funny. We will be back with more after the break. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. 
Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. First, we have to talk about where you came from, which is like obviously... You have a very long, beautiful, amazing career in so many mediums, film, TV, tons of theater. Also, by the way, I love that at Scandal, our vice president and president, we used to talk about this. Did you guys talk about this, that our vice president and president were like Hollywood royalty? Like just between oh, yeah. Tony True, Goldwyn yeah. of Metro Goldwyn Mayer and then Kate Burton of Richard Burton. I was like, That's right. like the yes, royals all up in our yeah. show. But I wanted to know, did it feel crazy to you to like, be I remember looking at some magazine and you were like in a bathtub and I was like oh my <laughs> god like this person like this is crazy like had you already written off like oh like I was a movie star I did ghost like in my 30s no. like I, or, or was this a shock Scandi yeah, I was a shock and I was also glad I was kind of a bit older because I, I had a great sense of humor about it and I could just really right. enjoy it yeah. when I had my first success with ghost and I was like 29 years old or whatever I, I, it was amazing and fun. And I was so grateful because I'd already been working for five or six years and, you know, struggling and all that. I was very grateful, but I was super stressed out by it because I didn't understand what that, like all of a sudden when you have success in our job, you go from being completely ignored by everybody and then everyone's kissing your ass and shining yeah. light on you and telling you you're a genius. And you're, it, it felt fraudulent to me when I was young. Yeah. So I didn't quite know how to handle it. And it was kind of stressful. Whereas with Scandal, I was 50 and I, yeah. I, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was like, you were like also was a lesson. it was also a lesson and you can't plan shit in your life. No. Like, you can have goals and you can try yeah. for things, but it's just to have a, give yourself a bit of a direction that hopefully follows something you are passionate about or want to do. You can't plan shit. So I, I could not have planned for that. All the years I wasted thinking, okay, it's going to go this way. You know? yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden. So you know. th that whole time, I was just like, just enjoy this ride, man. It, it was, um, so the whole thing of like, you know, the sex symbol factor of fits was, it was, um, it was, it was fun. It was amusing. And I mean, didn't girls like ask you to sign their bodies? I feel like oh women God, were people... asking you to sign their bodies. <laughs> people did some intense shit. Can you like, tell us? Oh, yeah. Oh, I, well, the two that come to mind was, um, when I was directing the pilot for The Divide up in Toronto, um, oh, we, uh, or, or maybe the series, I can't remember, but, but we were, I was on like a break from Scandal and I would get stopped on the street as we all were by people wanting a selfie. And this girl, I've told you this story. This girl takes a selfie and she's giving a selfie. She tries to make out with me <gasps> and I avert my mouth and she licks my neck. Did I never oh, tell you? She my licked my neck full on, like licked, like, 
like you, oh like my... you licked, um, like you licked Katie's neck. Yeah. Oh I mean, you licked Katie's cheek, right? And, yes, and, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yes. So wait, who licked too? Someone licked. We both licked, and then she licked me in another episode. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like that. I was like, whoa. What the that was oh intense. My and then God. she got herself in, she walked away. So I was like, okay. And then the other intense thing is um, not so long ago, a few years ago, after Scandal ended, I was doing network on Broadway. And a woman had been waiting outside the theater to get my autograph. And Brian Cranston comes, um, I guess I hadn't gone out. Maybe it was like, a, I don't know, I was hanging out in the theater. And Brian said, did you see the woman with the tattoo? When you, when I, and I was like, what do you mean? Oh, shit. He said, Tony, there's a woman who wants to meet you who has a tattoo of you on her arm. Oh, my God. And I was like, what? Oh, and I ended up not. I, I ended up by maybe going out later, and she wasn't there, and stuff. And then the next day was a Sunday, I think, the matinee, and I came out of the theater, and she was still there. And a, a guy comes up, he says, "Hey, could my sister meet you? You know, she's a big fan of yours." I said, "Of course." And because the people that don't go to Broadway, you guys both know, like people who want autographs wait. It's yeah, they wait outside. The, you come the out of the theater door. for the actors yeah, to come yeah. out. Yeah. And he, and this sweet young woman who must have been twenty five years old comes up to me and she's like, I, you know, I, I really admire your work and I'm such a huge scandal fan. And I, whatever you're, I don't know if she was like, and I want to be a filmmaker and your whatever the not-for-profit work you do just means so much to me. And so I got that tattoo of my face on her arm. Wait, is it fit? Is it like a Fitz picture? Is it just you in a t-shirt? It's just you. No, it was kind of like me. It was like my, yeah. sort of like a headshot, but it was yeah, like yeah. Fitz, I guess, but it was me. Strange. It was, it was the- that's so strange so i said oh and i she asked me to sign her arm and um you did did you so i said of course but i mean i was like whoa that was pretty intense wow. that's commitment i mean god bless her but whoa there's that double standard at shondaland which is like i want to ask you about that the double standard at shondaland for you all listening you know early on it's it's very known that I think Shauna came up to me and was like, oh, I wrote you a sex scene. If you want me to rewrite it for you to be in a turtleneck, I will. And I said, amazing. And then she was like, but also here it's a double standard and the guys have to take off their shirts a lot. So did you know that going in? No, but it was, I was okay with it. You know, um, I mean, again, I just had the humor about it. And Shonda, again, she was pretty straight up about it. Like she didn't play games. She said, this is important to me. And I obviously, if I had said I, I refuse to do something, she or I'm uncomfortable, she would have respected that. And it was, it's not like full on nudity. It's taking our no. shirts off. So it was, yeah. you know, like Scott and I had our like every yeah. <laughs> every table read. He'd be like, "Okay, dude, you're up this week. Go to the yeah. gym." You know, he just like trade off which guy was going to take his shirt off. Uh, it was pretty funny. I remember thinking, "Thank God, I just played." Huck, who, you know, rarely takes his shirt off. But you guys had, like, that pressure of being like, oh, my God. And then this next episode, I have a sex scene and I got to take my shirt off. I remember you always eating salads with tuna, like tender green salad. <laughs> oh, Guillermo and I with talk tuna. a lot about oh, food you remember? on that this was like podcast. Your, oh, yeah. I wasn't. Uh, I was, honestly, Scott was more, like, intense about that. Scott would I just think, stop I think, eating, yeah. I, I think Scott, wor- you know, worried more about it. I just, um... I don't know. Look, my, my attitude towards it. You're I- genetically blessed. Let's put that out there. Thank you, Tony Goldwyn's ancestors <laughs> from above for giving Tony Goldwyn a six pack that cannot be taken down by a meal or a glass of wine. <laughs> right. So I would have my meal or glass of wine. But, but also, I, it, was, it stressed me out too much to stress about it. So I, I just stayed in a, like a baseline yeah. level of fitness, which made me right. feel better and able to work long hours anyway. So I was like, all right, this is what this job is. So it was. So I didn't ever get too Spartan about it. 
because I, mean, I think Scott would like literally starve himself. Oh yeah. For the, like not eating that would, that would fuck me up. Well, because his genetic ancestors blessed him in some ways too, just not <laughs> with the Tony Goldwyn stomach, which like that is just like how you're built. I sort of feel like Scott, Scott Foley is a pretty good looking fellow. I don't know. Oh, he's the best. He's absolutely gorgeous. I love you both to pieces. We talked a little bit about like, um, the beginning of your career when you started, do you remember what the first, I think I know what it is and I'm really excited about it, but do you remember what your first movie was? Your first movie? Oh yeah. I know why you're excited about it. Uh, Yeah. Friday the 13th part six. Yes, Jason Lives. My first movie part, Jason Lives. Yes. And I got killed in the first like five minutes, I think. Yeah. I, 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 I think I was the second I was the second person in the movie murdered by Jason. Fuck yeah. You played Darren yeah. Robinson. And I I, lo- <laughs> I can't believe you found that out. Darren, like that's some bad acting. If you watch that Oh, movie, Tony, Guillermo recorded it and texted it to me yesterday, the clip, oh, really? which I will now forward to you and we will post when this yes. episode comes the out. The clip is me standing there with a gun going Back off, scumbag. Back off, yeah. Like that. And then Jason stabs me in the heart with a pole. Like, he yeah. impales you with like a Impaled fucking me. huge ass pole that he just also right. r- like stabbed the wheel so that your car could no longer yes. be drivable. And broke the headlights. Exactly. You yes. were adorable. But what a dream. You oh. were in a Friday at 13 movie. Like that's like huge for horror fans. Man, you know what I mean? I was, I was so excited to have a job that. Yeah. Like I think. I maybe got paid a thousand dollars for a week, and I thought it was a, a fortune. You know, I was just so happy to have it. Let's talk about the trail that is this episode's rewatch, which is I feel like changed the course of Scandal actually, because it was the first episode that really spent a lot of time in the flashback, and we became a show that used that as a vehicle a lot. Mm-hmm. It aired on May 10th in 2012. And it was written by Jenna Bands, right? It was directed by Tom Verica. And let me take you quick through the guest stars of the episode. We have Brendan Hines as Gideon Wallace, Bellamy Young as First Lady Melly Grant. Holy crap, Bellamy Young was still a fucking guest I know, star. Let's she wasn't even like a regular yet. Yeah. In your pipe and smoke. Okay. <laughs> Matt Lesher as Billy Chambers, Kate Burton as Vice President Sally Langston, and Josh Molina as Assistant U.S. And Josh Molina was a guest star. Josh, what the hell? oh my God. As Assistant U.S. Attorney David Rosen. And then we have Dan Bukatinsky as James Novak, Brenda Song as Alyssa, the legal secretary. Uh, John Burke is Paul Mosley and Samantha Sloyan as Sassy Staffer, the Sassy Staffer, who ends up in a future episode. She ends up having like yes! a whole storyline thing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gee, Mir, you hit this synopsis. You you hit it last time. You hit it so good last time. Oh, thanks, baby. I feel like <laughs> I feel like I should hit it this time, but <laughs> okay, maybe go. you could do it also after me if do you it. want. Uh, okay, so the synopsis. Is after Fitz shows up at Olivia's apartment asking her to listen to the sex tape, the episode flashes back to show Fitz's campaign trail to the White House and the blossoming relationship between Olivia and Fitz. Meanwhile, Gideon Wallace investigates Amanda Tanner's past and David looks into Amanda's death. <laughs> and what a great what a great episode that was. That was definitely one of my favorite all time. Yeah. And Verica's first episode. Yeah. Yeah. It's Man, it's the, for one of the first times it. that that Carrie's wig changed from <laughs> <laughs> she, has I don't remember. she has bangs. She has bangs. Yeah. And this was our first like whole episode where the big storyline is a, a whole flashback. It's the whole how pre- you know Fitz became president, how Fitz and Olivia started their love relationship, their physical relationship. And 
It's Tom Verica's introduction to Shondaland, and he, yeah. for those listening, became our producing director, and now he's the producing director for Bridgerton and the upcoming Queen Charlotte, and he's Shondaland staple and family. Yeah. So he obviously did a great job on this episode. <laughs> so good. And of course, he ends up directing like a million episodes yes. of Scandal throughout the season. Yes. Yeah. As did Tony. Yeah. And the big highlights of this episode that I want to talk to you about is this is like, this is the episode where you say just one minute, like you're on the campaign and you're like, just, you just pull her out of a room and you're like standing and you're just like, we just need one minute together. And then this is also the episode that has my favorite, one of my favorite scandal scenes of all time when you and Olivia are on the bus and you, Fitz says, what kind of coward was I? Yeah. That I didn't wait for you. Yeah, I think that's my oh, favorite scandal so scene good. that I did. Tell us why. How did you prepare? Tell us about that scene. I just thought it was so beautifully written, you know. Yeah. That was great. No, that, that episode was so – Tom Verica did such a brilliant job directing that. It's the first time she calls you Fitz, too. Like, you, she keeps saying – Is it? Is it the first time she calls me yeah. Fitz? Yeah, yeah. Wow. And you like just call me Fitz. And the one minute thing and that theme that developed, the musical theme that became Olivia and Fitz's theme. It was beautiful. And it's also the episode where you guys have your first real like sex scene in the hotel room. In the hotel, that crazy hotel sex scene. With the, the micro thing under the bed, the bug under the bed, yeah. There's yeah. a bug under the bed, and now we've, we're starting to put all together that the the sex sounds that everyone's being <laughs> sort of plagued That's with. That's so yeah. funny. I'm remembering that. Yeah, it was the first sex scene that Carrie and I had. I mean, you had to really take – it was a 10 p.m. show. It's like she's in a bra. She's in a white bra. She's like she, It's like you yeah. pick her up, and she's around your body. I mean, it is fucking on. It was pretty hot. Like, it was yeah. pretty yeah. on. Yeah, for, for not being fully nude, we might as well – yeah. And Carrie and I were so, it's so funny because we were so like, it was the first time that we had done a sex scene together. And so we were so like careful with each other. And, you right, know, of course. After, after another six months, we were like, yeah, whatever. Shit. Yeah, yeah, who gives a shit? We've done it's, this a thousand times. Yeah. There's also that memorable line um, where you say, take off your take clothes. Off your clothes. Which just hit so hard. Right. It was so sexy. Because there's, like a, hard, there's yeah. like a moment before you say that line where you're just staring at her. And then you say, take yeah. off your clothes. Oh, it's so good. It's, it's so, good. so good. Were you nervous that day? Were you like, I mean, I know you've done tens of thousands of sex scenes in your life. So it's good. I was, I, and those things, I was sort of nervous because it was Carrie's in my, I was nervous, not for Carrie, but for our relationship. Like I want, as actors, you know, you're like trying to be, you know what it's like. I mean, Respectful. Yeah. Uh, you're just trying to be, um, develop trust with another person. Yeah. Because it's so intimate doing sex scenes with people. For those of you listening, (laughs) Tony Goldwyn has a real knack. And I had heard this because I don't know if y'all remember this, but in the season (laughs) episode 100, which this podcast hopefully will get there, Quinn has a sex scene with Fitz. It's just a quick make out. And then a nice Quinn drops to her knees for a quick ass blowjob. But listen, I had heard in the grapevine... And all you actors listening, this is tell me if this is just a rumor and not true. The rumor was that Tony Goldwyn is such a great sex scene partner because if there's something that you're insecure about with your body, he'll like block it with his arm or cover it up. Is this made up? You're looking at me like this is made up. It's like, what? (laughs) Maybe I did that once. I don't I don't I don't don't even know where I heard it. It might have been from Bellamy. I certainly I certainly would if someone had, you know. But 
I had heard that like, oh God, it's so relieving when you're with someone who's like respectful, but also like, like, oh, you're like, maybe Bellamy had said, I, I, this is clearly a memory that I have made up for you. You're welcome, Tony Goldwyn. <laughs> yes, I mean, it's true. You know, you gotta be, you gotta be so uh, protective over your partner. I mean, acting with people, you gotta develop trust. Trust is like the most important thing anyway. But when two people have their clothes off or, or you know, yeah. it's just so weird. So that kind of, yeah, I remember that with, you know, I think when, when Bellamy and I had a sex scene, I, I may be wrong. I'd have to ask her, but I think it was her first time ever. Oh, wow. Being really? basically naked on camera and doing oh, it. And shit. we had this scene, sex scene in the shower together. Oof. And she, oh, yeah. I, she was, it was so challenging. You know, it was so, she felt so vulnerable, I think, you know. So I remember feeling like, I really got to take care of her because yeah, because <clears throat> uh, I have done it a lot and I've directed a lot yeah. of sex yeah. scenes and yeah. it's such a weird thing that we do. But it all, you know what? Yeah. They're important because in real life, sex is such an important yeah part of yeah yeah life and relationships yeah. and people are so weird and prudish about it in terms of our culture and everything that it, if done right, it's such a it can be such an it's such an interesting dramatic situation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I always find it really challenging. Yes, and it's also the part that I enjoy the most about shows. Like it's why, yeah. like that, the will they, won't they, they, which you and Carrie yeah. mastered over years of like, I think you know they kept keeping you apart, getting you together, keeping you apart, sending her down the road with other people, sending you down the road with other people, and then bringing yeah. you back together. I mean, the sex lives of Fitz and Olivia were a huge heartbeat of our show. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll be right back, guys. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Do you remember anything about, like, the trail? Yeah, I remember a lot about it. Okay, we've got Homeless Huck makes his first. Is homeless this your Huck, Homeless Huck's right. first yeah, appearance Yeah, this is the first scandal? time you see Homeless Huck, yeah. Can you tell or us Hagrid about Huck. that? Oh, right. We also Hagrid want... Huck, right. The hardest oh, thing about right. playing Homeless Huck was that I knew I couldn't eat all freaking day because of that damn beard. Because you can't. You know, all the hair gets right. in your mouth. So that was just uh, the biggest struggle to being like, you know, they'd come around with trays of these delicious looking sandwiches. And I'd be like, I can't fucking eat that shit because I'm Homeless Huck. That was the hardest part. <laughs> And Quinn has her, her Quinn yeah. has her grilled cheese sex scene with yeah. Gideon in this episode, and I remember oh, being no. very nervous as well and getting like seven thousand spray tans. Yes, I remember really? that too. It was your first. That was your first sex scene, wasn't it? I, you know, in the show, wasn't it your first one? In the show, yes, was, not my yeah. first sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had done no, 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 but in the many, show. But I remember things, you being yes. super stressed out about that. I was really stressed because I probably hadn't done a sex scene where like people, this many people, would watch it. Like I'd right, done tons right. before, but and like indies and plays where no one gave yeah. a rat's ass. But like, I felt stressed. I got a thousand spray tans, a thousand, <laughs> because someone told me if you can't tone <laughs> a tan, oh, and it would cover God. up like butt zits and like all this stuff. Well, and then worked. who was I mean, more nervous than me was Gideon Wallace. Right. Who is now married. Do you know who Gideon Wallace is now married to, Tony Goldwyn? No idea. Are you ready to fucking fall off your chair? Yeah. He's married to Tatiana Maslany. No way. They got yeah. married during COVID. Oh my God, that's I'm great. Saying, I'm saying this for your fans because I saw Tony Goldwyn in Network on Broadway and his character is paired up with Tatiana. So you've worked with Tatiana oh, no closely and had sex scenes with her as well. Oh, in wow. Network. She and I were the, she and Brian Cranston and I were the, she, uh, yeah, she played the Faye Dunaway oh, part um, in Network. Wow. Yeah. She's oh, married wow, to Gideon, so, oh, Brendan I'm so happy Hines. for her. Yeah. Brendan is the sweetest guy, yeah. Oh, and Tatiana's the best. She's awesome. She's such a great person, a brilliant actress. But he was really nervous that day, I remember. And then I felt so embarrassed because we had the sex scene and Tom Verica was like, okay, it, it really seems like Katie Quinn is like mauling Brendan very easily. <laughs> <laughs> and Tom said something like, if this was like a point system, we kind of wanted to be like 1-1. One, one. You know, two two. You don't want it to be like Katie's right, doing right. it all, and, and yeah. Brendan's just sort of. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I just like, I'm, I'm, an, I'm an aggressor. <laughs> you went like, for it. In like, that's just how I do it. I'm and, a top. I, I'm yeah, a top. like yeah, I'm top. just. I, well, I'm just a controlling person. Like I'm just like, okay, we're gonna do this. Like let's go. Like I have a lot of energy. Obviously, you all know that for yeah. better or for worse. Um, and I had sort of overtaken him. He was very nervous. I remember that. But we got it done, and then it literally good. the it next episode, so... he dies with a scissor in the neck. So yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. This is one. This in this episode too. It's one of the first times that I remember thinking, "Oh shit!" Like this show is going there. Like the the fact that Billy Chambers stabs him in the neck, and you know, you see a huge spurt right. of blood come out. It was like, "Oh wow, this is an intense like show." It's it's really going for it and going there, which I loved. It's dark. Yeah. You know? This is also the episode where Melly says we see the beginnings of her being the political animal that she is oh, because yeah. she comes in and does a speech saying that she like she basically fakes a miscarriage she says yes. like oh it's because i lost a baby oh god i forgot yeah, about that and we start to be like whoa yeah. this woman is like yeah. a beast like she yeah. will do anything yes for the office yeah oh my god and then, that's right yes these were yeah. my notes 
What kind of coward was I to marry her and not wait for you? Fave line ever. She calls mm. him Fitz. They hold hands. Ladies and gentlemen, it is on. Take off your clothes, <laughs> he says. Tony Goldwyn's body is insane. Carries in a little bra. Ass-grabbing, straddling. Whoa, 10 p.m. show, people. Billy made <laughs> These are my notes oh when my I rewatch Oh, my God, I love it. But what's so sweet and how this episode sort of wraps up is that then they cut to you both in present day and you do the one minute again. Ugh. But yeah. we see how broken and far, like you're just holding her on the couch, yeah. right, G? Was that right? Because I bring her the tape to look at, to listen the, to the yeah. sex tape that, that it's her, not Amanda Tanner or whatever. This was huge for TV, I thought too, because it was the first time that you, you say, let's do the, you know, one minute. But on, on screen, on camera, on television, we actually wait that full minute in silence yeah. of them two just holding each other, him holding Olivia. And it was so. So powerful. Yeah, Shonda said it's going to be a full minute. Yeah. It was. It was yeah. great. It was great. In that, in that, yeah, right, exactly. And remember in season one, didn't in season one we shoot in a real apartment? Yep. When people could barely move in the hallways. Yes. And we were in this tiny apartment, which eventually they built in a set on a stage, which was yeah. much easier. But um, yeah, yeah, wow. Did you, did you take anything from set, Tony? Did you did you take anything? <laughs> like a piece of clothing or, oh. or like a set? Anything we got so much swag. We got so well, much first stuff, First of yeah. all, I guess ABCs, so many clothes, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, God. <laughs> it was like, yeah. we fudged the rules a little bit about all the, the, the wardrobe that we uh, – Whatever, yeah, it's so tailored I, for our got, body. It's either sitting know, in a exactly. basement to never be worn. It again. literally had my name, all of my suits, yeah. said on the inside <laughs> because Brooks Brothers they made made a lot of my suit or a lot of my suits, and they said expressly tailor made for Fitzgerald President Fitzgerald Grant the Third. Wow, like it's so. I still have a bunch of those suits. They're really good, but they have like wow. isn't that a cool thing? Oh, so what were they so going to like give them to some other actor to wear? Right. Uh, so clothes. What else do I have? Did you take anything from the Oval Office, like a piece from your desk or anything that was on it? No, we all talked about that. There was nothing. Yeah. There was nothing I really. There was like a battleship, and I thought yeah. that'd be stupid. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't think I did. I don't. Guillermo, think so. tell don't Tony think what you got. And we got so much swag. Yeah. I don't. Know. That's the best. Um, what did you take? So what did so, you take? So when when the series ended, I uh. I always um, admired the the window panels, the flawed, cracked window panels in OPA. In OPA, yeah. Yeah, so I I, I hit up uh, Mary Howard, who's one of our producers, and asked her if I could have one of those windows, one of those panels. And they freaking sent it to my house. It's, it weighs like a ton, but it's oh the most God. beautiful piece. And it's hanging in my, in my, uh, in my house at the entrance. And it's just How big is it, like one one pane with the framing? It's or one what, or pane. Is it a whole? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like poster size, like a movie poster size. Yeah. But it's, How great. it's gorgeous, yeah. Oh, yeah, I love that, G. That's such a cool... Yeah. Isn't and that then cool? I also, That's a great idea. That's great. You missed an took, opportunity, man, because yeah. I didn't do that either. <laughs> I also took Huck's leather jacket. I'm wearing it right now. Oh, that's Huck's? Oh, yeah, great. Yeah, this is Huck's jacket. Oh, that's yeah. pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. Do you oh, have man. any, like... So scandal lucky. memories that jump out at you. Also, you're going to have to come back on. Like, if we yeah, are doing this for a hundred and whatever episodes, we're going to yeah. be bothering you again. Oh, hell yeah. Anytime. Anytime. Um, it's so fun. But what was like, I want to know, I want to know a couple things. How do you feel about our WhatsApp scandal chain <laughs> that we text each other constantly? Happy birthday. Happy yeah. holidays. I miss you. The best. Um, the best. The best. Are there any major memories that stick out 
in your mind about maybe the beginning, the first season, the second season? So many things, God, yeah. I mean, that first day of rehearsal, I already told you about that was like a magical thing where you just feel the chemistry between people. Going to the end when we were in D.C., our last episode ever. Oh, yeah, It was the best. For no good reason, Shonda said we're shooting this episode in Washington, D.C. We just had a party. And remember when Carrie rented a bus for us all to go uh, look at all the monuments? Because her favorite thing to do, one of, you know, of course, Carrie, the intellectual, her one of her favorite things to do in D.C. was to go around all of the different, um, you know, her favorite monuments. Yes. And she took, rented a, for those who didn't know the story, she rented a, a bus for us, like a tour bus thing. And we all piled in at night and drove all around D.C. and like we're drinking, yes. partying. Drinking oh whistle, pig. whistle pig. Yeah. Uh, whistle yes. pig. I bought, yeah, George yes. Newbert and I bought a bottle of whistle pig whiskey, which we which yeah. we both really loved, at the hotel bar, which cost me like $400. Oh my yes. God, Tony, <laughs> like I love a, you. From the You're bar such the a baller. They're like, yes. they're like, oh, it's going to, and George, it's, oh my God, it's going to cost that much. I was like, screw it, let's do it. Oh let's my do God, it. thank and, you and we for went doing that. Money. It was so Fun. It was so, it was fun. so magical. And no one recognized mm. us. We were all together, but it was dark. Yeah. So we could be with tourists. People didn't make it. was so fun. Mm. It was, was perfect. Fun. It was raining out a little bit. So there were really weren't many tourists around. And it was probably yeah. the yeah. only time the scandal cast could have ever done something like that and not been and not get noticed, just yeah. crazily get know, mobbed. Right. Mobbed. Isn't the whistle we the sh- title of our of our WhatsApp? Uh, yeah. text chain? Aren't yeah. we called the whistle? That's right. Pigs? That's what I always <laughs> yeah. that's what I always used to call you guys. Yeah. 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 And then uh, Shonda arranged a private tour of the African American Museum that yes. just opened. That oh, was incredible. That was so amazing. That was yeah. so, so, so incredible. So we that were was so a big memory. lucky. Lucky. Like, right? really were. All but, those New York, the New York upfront trips and the White House correspondent trips and shooting mm-hmm. in D.C. and just like so many dinners. Like we used to, oh, we haven't talked about that actually yet. We used to give a gift. Like every year, I think we would just take the writers, the, all the actors would take the writers out to dinner. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. And that classic so Jeff Perry style, every actor would sort of get up and like say a, like a rousing yeah. speech as if we were in like some <laughs> Irish like limerick pub kind of thing. Like we'd all get up like, <laughs> I want to say this and I want to say that. Yeah. And, like cheers. and Yeah, it was quite unique. I'd forgotten about that because, you know, for people that aren't in our business, writers are sort of notoriously underappreciated. Yeah. yeah. And particularly staff writers, because in television, you have your showrunner who becomes the big, you know, jefe and is generally gets all the accolades and um, on a successful show. And Shonda certainly deserves those. But uh, the writers, you know, work their asses off sometimes feeling not seen. And so I forget how it evolved, but they were just so grateful that we would have this party every year with them. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, man. It was such magic. Such magic. Oh, wait, can you tell us really quickly, because we didn't have you on for this episode? You really know how to chop wood like that, right? <laughs> That's right. When you chopped wood in I actually, scene. I actually do know how to chop wood. Really? So you did it so oh, well. Yeah. It's that unbelievable. So didn't Shonda email you, like, is there any sports or something you can do? Oh, she, yeah, she was cruel to me. She said something like, can you play, what did she say? Can you basketball play basketball or something? Or something? I know she said, what sports can you do? I said, Shonda, I can chop wood. I was kidding. <laughs> so then she wrote it on wood chopping scene. Yes. And then she would say, well, what, what sports do you play? I said, look, pretty much anything except basketball. I cannot play basketball. And then uh, this was another, like, somewhere in the middle of our, of our whole uh, 
thing. Uh, I said, I can't play. I do not play basketball. So all of a slow behold, uh, um, Lynn Paolo, our brilliant costume designer, texts me one day and goes, hey, do you, we need to schedule a fitting for you to come in and try on your basketball clothes. <laughs> I was like, what? Oh, no. She, I call her and she's like, well, didn't Shonda tell you you have a basketball scene in the next episode with you and Scott Foley playing basketball? I was like, oh, my Scott God. Foley is like an amazing He's athlete. He's really good like at a basketball. Great basketball player. Yeah. He played high school basketball and stuff. And I was like, what is what happening? The fuck? So then I, I called Mary Howard and she said, oh, yes. Because, you know, of course, we never knew anything about what was happening in the next right. episode it was we always found out at the last minute so i made them get me a basketball coach you know for like 10 days of cramming and i like had blisters on my feet oh my I, god no, no. no. I mean, could i could play one-on-one with scott you know oh without, my god. Uh, but we had a full-on basketball team it was ridiculous i love so, it yeah, killed it Oh, wait, and also some fun facts. Stephen Finch does not appear at all in this episode, past yeah. and present. Yeah, Henry Ian Cusick, yeah, he's not in the really? episode at all. So yeah. that was Ian's last well, well, no, last one, he... but he was not in he it. He just did yeah. season oh, one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. but like, what's crazy Oh, is... because he came into Olivia's life later. Yes, That's yes, right, yes. Right, right, right. Yeah. And then Gideon was up all night working on the phone right outside the bathroom. Oh, right outside the bedroom. And Quinn leaves to get coffee as Gideon calls Billy, which means Billy needed to drive to Gideon's house, have the conversation, and stab him all before Quinn got coffee nearby. Yeah, well, right. you know, we uh, always stretch shit like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We always would stretch shit like that. Exactly. All right, y'all, let's get into our favorite... Tweets of the time. I said tweets of the time, y'all. We like to wrap up our episodes with we read some tweets that were put out that night uh-huh. <laughs> oh my god we must have just found out this is crazy but at Keisha 0210 on May 11th 2012 wrote I'm so happy happy about Scandal ABC being renewed for a second season doing a happy wow, dance man. right now woohoo yeah so that, we must so have we didn't like, know right we right. had no idea yeah, no, no. Yeah. like this is crazy. just the first season yeah uh, Rebecca Theodore Vachon f- at Film Fatalis at retweeted uh, Dawn Navette. Uh, one time for the hotel scene. Uh, haven't seen a love scene so hot with a black lead on primetime TV. Overdue. Well done. Hashtag scandal. Yeah, that yeah. shit was huge. That shit was Isn't huge. Isn't it so funny how the yeah. world has changed, right? Yeah. I mean, now yeah. you wouldn't think twice about it. And it was only. Oh, totally. It was, yeah. was it 10 years ago? 10 years, it 10 years ago, ago. Exactly. I'm willing to bet, I know we were the first black female lead of a network drama in 37 years when we aired, but I'm curious if there had ever been sex scenes between a black woman and a white man on mm. network drama primetime. Like, I don't know. I have no I don't idea. Know and I wonder, certainly I would doubt, um, it, and, and if it was like a regular relationship as opposed to sure. it being like, sure. oh, one episode or something. Yeah. Like, isn't that insane? uh, And now, thank God, I feel like that's why Scandal is, I mean, it was so special for so many reasons, Mm -hmm. but it really was the beginning of, of, yeah, yeah, groundbreaking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And thank God you and Carrie were so hot together because it was missing. (laughs) Okay. Screaming at Scandal right now throws my wonderful pistachios at the screen at the end of this damn episode from Rebecca Theodore Vachon. Uh And then, oh, this is interesting. At Rimsey says, OMG, Kerry Washington has a small hand compared to Mr. Fitz. Hashtag scandal. (laughs) Don't go there. That's a weird Uh, one. I don't know what that means. This other tweet, uh, Queen of Sanity says, reporter dude from scandal was a fool. 
You can't invite someone into your home alone and tell them you have career-ending dirt on them. That's so true. That's a very, <laughs> very you good got a point. Scissors in your neck. That's and then we have our first hashtag from at XYZZ. In other news, this episode of hashtag scandal is my favorite so far. Hashtag one minute. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man, uh, this was so fun. So fun, guys. Tony, you are the best. We love you, and this was such a blast. And yeah. thank you for being our Fitzgerald Grant III forever and ever and ever. Yes. Thank you, guys. Um, Katie, how freaking amazing was it having Tony? Like, I couldn't believe it. We, I think we went over, like, a lot because we couldn't <laughs> stop talking to him. So great. The dude is the greatest. He's just yeah. the most loving. Yeah. Talented, a, like smart. Uh, yeah. And Friday the 13th, part six. He's in Friday the 13th. His first job. His first movie. And isn't That's it so crazy. inspiring that he was someone who had to really hustle for it, yeah. especially in the beginning. And, yeah. and then even still, yeah. when he thought he was and is this big, fancy Hollywood director, took eight years to put together the movie of Conviction. Yeah. And then- it ends up not doing what everyone promised him it would do, even though it's still an amazing movie. Yeah. And yeah. then his entire career took a complete right turn <laughs> yeah. back to being an actor. Yeah, with Scandal, yeah. Oh, I mean, man, thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope you guys yeah. enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoyed talking about it. Next week, if Tony Goldwyn blew your mind, which he did mine, and he's the best, we've got a show in store for you people. Next episode, 107, is titled Grant for the People, and we've got a very special guest. Maybe one yes. of the most special guests. Yeah, and it's have. the last episode of the of the season of season one of Scandal. So tell your friends, come listen. Thank you guys for joining us on Unpacking the Toolbox. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, share with your friends, rate, or leave us a review. Scandal is executive produced by Sandy Bailey, Alex Alche, Lauren Homan, Tyler Klang, and Gabrielle Collins. Our producer and editor is Vince DeJohnny, with music by Chad Fisher. Scandal is a production of ABC Signature, and you can follow along by rewatching Scandal on Hulu. Unpacking the Toolbox is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, visit the iHeartRadio app or anywhere you subscribe to your favorite shows. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.